I have received a report from our head of department of an outbreak. We note that with concern, but however, we are very on the lookout for it because we haven't really experienced any of our children there dying. So you just need to actually caution and strengthen those sort of techniques of infection control. On AM Live this morning, the Democratic Alliance's Imran Kika claimed that an unnamed source at the hospital blew the whistle on these new infections. The information that was made available to us by a source within the hospital said to us that 10 cases of Klebsiella were confirmed. That's one. Two, in the other units as well, when I spoke of Albert Lutuli, we have documentation in hand to confirm that those cases did indeed occur. The other thing is that the unit at Mahatma Gandhi uh, has been sealed off and babies diverted. Clearly, if it was identified in one baby, it should have sounded some alarm bells. And when the second baby was infected, well, then all hell should have broken loose. And the department should either have been notified and all uh, infection control measures should have been put in place uh, stringently. I don't think that this took place at all because we're sitting here with another 10 babies Uh, from uh, a regional hospital that makes a referral there as well. So the DA is calling for better hygiene and infection control in our hospitals. But what is Klebsiella? It's a bacteria and it's particularly life-threatening for the elderly and newborn babies. It results in illnesses such as pneumonia, fatal septicemia, urinary tract infections and skin infections. This morning on AM Live, the Nelson Mandela School of Medicine's Professor Willem Sturm says we need to look beyond hygiene to stop the spread of Klebsiella. There are Klebsiellas in Mahatma Hospital like they are in uh, all, all other hospitals. Now and then you see that the patient is infected. No, there are more hospitals that have this type of, of infections on a low-level basis. And that is, that is the norm. You cannot have uh, hospitals that never have uh, an outbreak. That is, uh, bacteria in general uh, are becoming more and more resistant due to the, uh, the indiscriminate use of uh, antibiotics in the past. And these bacteria are in our hospitals. And uh, that is in private hospitals, in public hospitals. They are everywhere. And uh, the only thing that we can do uh, to avoid patients to become infected is to, to avoid the transmission of these organisms from one person to another. And that's what we are doing. In, in the public interest, is the most important thing here is that people realize that they should not just demand from their doctors antibiotics when they are not needed. That's the main problem. The less antibiotics we use, the smaller the problem will be. So we're going to talk to the health minister, Dr. Aaron Motsuledi, about Klebsiella, but also the use of antibiotics. When they were first introduced back in the 1940s, antibiotics were being hailed as these new wonder drugs. Today, we're on the brink of losing them as more and more drugs are failing to treat illnesses. The World Health Organization's Margaret Chan delivered this chilling warning almost five years ago. In the absence of urgent corrective and protective actions, the world is heading towards a post-antibiotic era. Many common infections will no longer have a cure. And once again, kill unabated. While hospital superbugs make the biggest headlines, these highly resistant pathogens are just the extreme expression of a much broader and much more disturbing picture. 
And that's the case once again today, where a hospital superbug has captured your attention. We're on the line to the Health Minister, Dr. Ara Motswiledi, who's willing to join us this afternoon for a conversation about this. Dr. Motswiledi, thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Darshan, and good afternoon to the listeners. You know, we're incredibly concerned as the public about these reports of, of Klebsiella. We heard from, from one of our doctors in Kezidan who says it's not just one hospital. All our hospitals have cases of, of, of Klebsiella at very low levels. Uh, how concerned are you about this problem? Well, Darshan, maybe I've been listening to the whole issue from last week and this morning. Mm-hmm. Maybe the problem the approach of the media to this whole issue is it's like there's an outbreak of, of Ebola or, or Zika, which are not supposed to be there at all. Klebsiella uh, is an infection, as, as professors have been trying to tell you the whole morning. That is present in all the hospitals, or in most hospitals, both public and private, because it's a nasocomial infection. It's, it's always there. If you go to ICUs, or neonatal units of most hospitals and take a swab in the nose of the baby or, or the adult, whoever is there in the ICU, anybody who spent about a week in hospital already, take a swab in their nose or, or the rectum, you are likely to isolate a, 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 a Klebsiella. And that's why we see those people are colonized. But it does not necessarily mean they are sick or it does not necessarily mean that you panic. But because they are in the ICU, we are putting drips on them and giving them injections. Sometimes the organism may breach the bloodstream and get into the blood. That's when then we see there's an infection. And when that infection is more than what we normally see, we say there's an outbreak. We don't call an outbreak simply because there's Klebsiella in the hospital. Mm. In every developed country, there is Klebsiella within the hospital. That's why they call it a nasocomial, meaning... You only get it when you are in hospital. You can't get it outside, only when you are inside the hospital. So that's what it means when they say all hospitals have got it. The question is, are people sick from it? Is there anybody who's infected or is there a breakdown, a breakout? Now, most every year we do get this sort of breakouts, only that maybe they, because they are not reported, you may not know about. I think the excitement with Mahatma Gandhi, it's correct because there was a disaster in 2005 where 22 babies died. But now in this case, it is quite different, but because it happened in Mahatma Gandhi, people might be scared that we are on the verge of something terrible. Lastly, Darshan, you have mm-hmm. quoted Dr. Margaret Chan, the Director General of the World Organization. This whole issue is caused by what is called antimicrobial resistance, which is a global disaster, a global phenomenon whereby antibiotics were overused by human beings. Many of this overuse is even with the participation of the public. For instance, many doctors give antibiotics for flu. When we warn them that they shouldn't because it's going to cause resistance, they say patients demand it. When you are in private practice and patients come to you demanding antibiotics, doctors are scared to refuse because they say the patient will no longer come back. So people are being given antibiotics when they are not supposed to be having them. Secondly, within animal husbandry, uh, uh, antibiotics are being routinely used. Mm-hmm. Countries like the Netherlands has already banned that, the routine use of antibiotics in animal husbandry, because then you are going to find antibiotics in milk and they need to eat and get resistant to, to normal treatment. So we are discussing with the Department of Agriculture about that.
And Dr. So, so the issue of antimicrobial mm-hmm. resistance is a reality and it's a world scale. Minister, so let's let's unpack that. There's there's two aspects of the interview then that we need to discuss with you. One is the in, there's two aspects that you bring to us. One is the issue of Klebsiella at the Mahatma Gandhi Hospital. Ten babies infected, and we're told that it's because of a lack of hygiene controls. Is it possible to bolster this particular area before we talk about the antibiotics now? Is it possible to what? To to improve hygiene infection controls at our hospitals to prevent the spread of Klebsiella? Oh, yes, yes. We, it's possible. In fact, uh, 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 the issue of infection control is one of the core standards for which the Office of Health Standard Compliance sends inspectors to hospitals. The issue of infection control is a very important issue in any hospital worldwide because I told you that Klebsiella is, is ever-present. The question is, is there going to be a breach somewhere? And if there's no clear infection control or there's a miss somewhere, so you must always be vigilant. For instance, when, when visitors get into a neonatal ward, you must be able to sanitize their mm-hmm. hands. You must not allow anybody to move in there. When doctors move in and out, you must be able to scrub their hands very closely and sanitize them. If, if there's a breach somewhere there, of course, you, you are likely to get a break. So, Dr. Masweledi, do, do you believe that what's happened at the Mahatma Gandhi Hospital, again with Klebsiella being a concern over that hospital, is due to a lack of hygiene controls at the hospital? No, no, that would be very presumptive. We, we have had Klebsiella breakout even in private hospitals before where when you go and check, you find that their infection control mechanisms are impeccable, but somewhere there's a break. So, it will be presumptive just to say there was a breakout of infection control. There are many other factors that are involved in this type of thing, and you need to do a thorough investigation before you, you come up with such presumption. How long before an investigation like that is, is done? The Democratic Alliance has been calling for it. Is there one? Well, well, we don't need the Democratic Alliance to call for one. Every time there's a breakout, we send a team in to go and check because... Uh, it must actually be checked routinely. So if there's a breakout, they check all the time. You see, the, the problem with the Democratic Alliance is that whenever we have got these problems, they, they actually get excited and celebrate them. You might remember, uh, Dashen, and I don't want to cause a problem, that they celebrated early in 2014 when they thought we had the first patient of, of Ebola, when actually there was nothing like that. So the problem is they bring this to the public as some form of celebration. I don't know why they must celebrate it in this process. It's something that we should celebrate, but, you know, they like believing we're hiding something and they're the ones who exposed it. When, actually, as I'm telling you, the issue of Klebsiella is what we deal with every day. A, a new report by the WHO has, has found that there needs to be six strategies in every country's plans to deal with antibiotic resistance. They say there needs to be plans to, to mitigate the use of antibiotics. One of the critical areas that they identify is that doctors get incentives for prescribing antibiotics. D- does that happen here in South Africa? Is that leading to a spread of Klebsiella, Dr. Minister? So just come again, Dashen, of doctors being given incentives. To, to distribute and to prescribe antibiotics in South Africa, leading to antibiotic resistance diseases and illnesses like Klebsiella. Well, that's a long shot to, to, to put it directly, but the truth of the fact matter is that, yes, it's a global phenomenon, Dashen, where 
pharmaceutical companies will encourage doctors to prescribe their antibiotics because it's business or a particular type of antibiotics in the units where they are in charge of. That that has been known. That's why we, we have got essential drug list of, you know, where you bring it together so that it's not only one person who insists that you need to use this type of drugs, but you are aware that the use of drugs is, is a business, which means pharmaceutical companies must advertise, must encourage doctors, must incentivize them, and that is why we have called this, we have formed these committees, even at the level of the World Organization, to fight antimicrobial resistance. There are going to be many strategies. One of them is to find a way to discourage doctors to indiscriminately uh, prescribe antibiotics. This is not about Lepsiella, mm-hmm. it's about any other disease. Because if we don't do that dashing, it means, for instance, you, you go into a hospital for knee replacement. That's what is happening globally now, just for new knee replacement. They do it very well when they finish, you got a small infection, which in the past will have wiped with antibiotics. We give you the antibiotics, we found that they are all resistant, and you die from that knee, knee replacement, which in the past, in a few years ago, you wouldn't have died of. So that's what the world is faced with, and we want society and doctors to cooperate with each other about this indiscriminate use of antibiotics. Dr. Motswaledi, thank you very much for joining us. He's the health minister, Dr. Aaron Motswaledi.